0: Uh, So yesterday's podcast featured uh, some voice messages from Dan and Bianca's podcast and also the Good News podcast. Uh, As I told you, I've been leaving theme songs for these folks uh, and some are starting to want to either utilize those things or um, they're just thanking me for it. So I'm putting you guys in here. If you guys hear this, this is... Um, this is Hello to you guys. Also, yesterday's podcast, this is Inspirato Projecto. Yesterday's podcast, I was mistaken when I was waiting for the Uber guy. I thought I was going to Stillwater in uh, Dana Point. However, we went up to the Rose in Pasadena, which is where we interviewed Faith and Devin... From the band Ambrosia, both, uh, both who work at The Rose. So if you ever head up to The Rose in Pasadena, say hello to Faith and Devin. And uh, yeah, they, they put a band together. And I played one of their songs on Inspirato Projecto Radio. That's up on there. I'm going to figure out how to get songs... Uh anyway, well I'll I'll figure out a way. I'm going to start f- trying to figure out ways to get music into this. Um so this this was something I was just messing with. I thought it was a pretty cool riff. Do you prefer if I sit in the front seat or, or back seat? Does it matter? Oh, it doesn't matter? Great. Oh. Okay. How are you? I'm great, how are uh, you?
1: Good.
0: Oh, yes. How long How long have you been driving Uber? Uh, not so much. One year. Oh, that's great. Do you like it? Uh,
2: sometimes.
0: Yeah. Is it interesting meeting all kinds of different people all the time? They're very rude. Yeah. What?
2: Hit the door
0: what the heck? People should be—they should be, say bad they should be happy that you're driving them. You know, taking yeah, them where they need to go. A I mean,
2: the people need transportation, and I need the money to yeah. pay the rent. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Is it working together? Right? Yes. Yes. But uh, not the people. That is, is
0: strange. Cool. Yeah. Isn't it strange that for some reason? It's hard to think about why this even happens, but that people tend a lot of times you know people tend to be mean or rude to those who are helping them isn't that interesting whether it's at a restaurant you know they'll they'll yell at the waiter or waitress or um if it's uh if they're on an the airplane like oh well, you didn't bring me more big pretzels you know it's very interesting, right and everyone's trying to cooperate together, so I can't can't wrap my mind around that one. So,
2: um, well, sometimes the people is so nice. And oh, so like you have encountered some, like some nice ones. People nice like you.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nice to, but, um, uh,
2: it's, 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 uh, it's, more the people nicely than people but that happens sometimes. And mm-hmm. you feel like, uh, oh, this is, not, this job is not for <laughs> because uh, I try to be nicely with everybody, but uh, it's hard when you try to be nice and the people upset with you. More nice, more upset.
0: Wow. So, um, do you have certain hours that you work?
2: I start to do as a part time, mm-hmm.
0: but
2: uh, and then I lose my job. I'm working. Uh, my full time job is working as a nanny.
0: Oh, okay. So you just do this whenever you're not no, working. Then
2: they put the baby. I take care for six years and put it in the in the kindergarten. So, and I say okay. In the meantime, in the meantime, to find another baby to take care, I I made this full time. So now I have a, like a, four months to make a full time. But uh, it's like I told you, sometimes I have a very 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 bad days. Mm. The people is really
0: do you try to work in the mornings mostly yeah. or in the yeah. afternoons? Yeah, in, in the
2: morning and a little bit in the afternoon because then the traffic is so horrible in the afternoon. After four, uh, whatever you go on the freeway, the street, in the mountain or whatever, it's like a, a stacking in the freeway, a stacking mm. in, the, in the traffic. So after four, it's not good too.
0: What's the farthest distance you have driven? What's the farthest that someone has had you take them?
2: Santa Fe Springs.
0: Santa Fe Springs. That sounds far away.
2: Yeah, it's like a one hour and
0: a half. Holy moly! So that's the farthest, huh? Yeah. Would you? Let's say someone wants to um, pay you to take them to I don't know, let's say Arizona or something. Would you drive that far? No. No. You might. You might get paid.
2: Sometimes, the problem is when you come back, you don't, you have to come in
0: alone. Oh, yeah, that's true, very true. So that's you, true. you
2: spend a lot of gasoline mm-hmm. to come back.
0: How many uh, people do you usually pick up in a day?
2: Uh, Depends how many trips you make. Uh, usually they make uh, like uh, 10 to 15 a day. And uh, it's a short trip or, Trip because when it's a long trip, you make uh, more money, but you don't can make uh, too many mm-hmm. because it's, uh, maybe you can make uh, only six or seven during the day, only have a big long trip.
0: Oh, gotcha! Yeah,
2: but sometimes you make a lot of trips, like a, like a 15 trip, and you it's, it's only five dollars, three dollars, six dollars, three dollars every trip, so oh. you make almost nothing, and you oh. make a lot of trips.
0: Oh, I gotcha. So it's better to have longer trips
2: yeah, to take. Yeah, everybody prefers because it's more money. Yeah,
0: that that makes sense.
2: But um, Uber tried to change a lot of things frequently. You know, every three months, put new rules mm. to the because they, then when they they started, the people take a, like a uh, advance. You know. Oh. Like a, Approach the opportunity to because uh, like uh, in the airplane, uh, in the airport, L A. Oh yeah, they have a station. Uber have a station, and uh, the people when see only take uh, only take uh, long trips, and the short trip don't do accept the cancel. So Uber say that and say and now don't Uber don't show you. This is a long trip
0: or no? You mm. go to here. Uh, I think, I think so.
2: Yeah. No. So it doesn't, does, does not, I think it does not properly because uh, mm. the people uh, only want to take the long trip and the, oh. the, everybody needs transportation. Oh, and right. Because everybody needs to go. So
0: drivers just were so not taking
2: shorter trips? to take the short trip.
0: Oh, because,
1: interesting. I
2: mean, that, that,
0: So after the light, you're gonna turn left. Okay. Um, not not at the light, but there's a little street up there that you'll be oh, turning. Okay. See, where like where that car is coming out of? There's a car coming out of way down there. So you'll oh. be going okay. right, right where that person turned. Right there. So, <clears throat> what would be your ultimate dream? What would be your dream? thing to do if you weren't doing if you didn't have to have uber you know if you didn't have to work for somebody what would be your dream job
2: (laughs) i mean dream 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 job yeah 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 If,
0: like let's say a genie pops up out of here and they say Well i give you wishes like what would that be
2: (laughs) no but really you know what really 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 love it take
0: care of babies oh yeah you like taking care of babies yes i love it oh that's great
2: but the babies are very natural yeah. Is it fragile to protected and so all the stuff. So I really I'd be like uh, working in a daycare or something like oh, that. Oh yeah. To kids to change the pumper and take care and help to the people to, to help to the babies to eat, feeding the baby stuff like that. That's my dreaming job.
0: Oh, that's a that's a good one. That's a real good one. <laughs> but
2: um, uh, is um uh, you need to. For uh, study to be, uh, like, uh, and you have, a, you have to have a place,
0: and it's uh, a lot of things that you need to do. Oh yeah, it's next to Working Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, yeah. Well, if you ever get a chance, if you ever find yourself out wanting to see live music, I'm in a band called Yachtly Crew. You can turn right here. I'm. A, I'm a, we're actually playing tonight, but this is the band I'm in, so I'm going to leave that with you in case you ever, you and your friends ever want to go out and. Uh, <laughs> Go out, listen to some good soft rock. Do you oh. like bands like Hall and Oates and Steely Dan yes. and Michael McDonald? All that nice, smooth rock. Yeah. That's the kind of, you know, love songs and stuff we play. Oh yeah, right here. This is the spot. Thank you so much. And what's your name? Sonia. You have a great day, Sonia. Thank you. Bye bye. I've entered what must be like a sports Shangri La for many folks. I'm in a sports bar. TV surrounding me everywhere. Every single television has a brand, a, a different game on it, whether it be baseball. Uh, this one looks like hockey over here. See, I'm in the midst of this. Oh, there's women's softball. Oh, we got a Frisbee championship happening over there. Oh, what is that? What are those guys riding? Motorcycles. Are those motorcycles? What the hell? Those things look like Tron motorcycles. What? Whoa, man. I've never seen motorcycles like that before. What the heck? These motorcycles, what? That thing. It's like is it drag racing? Yeah, that's what it is. Just to see who's got the faster motorcycle. These motorcycles have what look like long metal at least I don't know, five or six feet long things dangling off the back of the motorcycle. I don't know if it's to keep them upright or what? Uh, it's very curious. it seems like drag racing because they're not going around and around these guys it's just a just like a alright go go like that kind of thing go go interesting so yeah we stopped at this place we're on our way to uh tonight's Yatley Crew Show in Stillwater as I stated previously um, as I stated previously yesterday I made the uh, miscalculation of that uh, Yatley Crew was playing at Stillwater yesterday, however that was not the case we were in fact at uh uh we we're in fact at the Rose in Pasadena yesterday. Tonight we're in uh, Dana Point. Oh, it's a windy one outside. It's so interesting, there's a guy walking here and he's got his arms way out. Way out in their bent. Are you doing? Interesting. Very interesting. There's a guy walking along. He's walking along with it seems like a girlfriend, and the girlfriend is like just very not uh, humored by him. And he had his arms just like bent and like way out, like those bodybuilder dudes you see with the, with their huge backs, and they just can't put their arms down. That's what it seemed like. That's what it looked like. However, it seemed like the guy actually could put his arms down. That was quite an interesting observation. I'd love to know the story with those guys. He uh, he took a hit of what looked like a vape pen. and It was funny. It was just, it's so interesting when you watch human behavior. I just love seeing how people interact with each other, the subtleties. There's a time for a while there when I was studying NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, with my buddy Chuck Plath. He and I were studying it like madmen, like crazy. I felt like a Jedi using the Force with that stuff. The book that we read, it was called Instant Rapport. Now that brought you right into the basics. Eye accessing cues. Um... All, all kinds of things, I'm not going to give away the secrets here, however, check it out, instant rapport, and he and I got so good at it, hi, oh, I think, I, oh, good, 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 thank you, um, we got so good at this, that um, when I went to, into Columbia College, I could be comfortable anywhere. That, that's something I would suggest for any, for people who have social anxiety and have a hard time acclimating, acclimating to large crowds, different people, basically moving outside of their, their comfort zone, uh, that is something to consider. Instant report because what happens is with the NLP what happens is you start realizing it is a program you can actually kind of tell by the language that people are using um, and and the stuff that you're you're taught in this book Instant Report you can see kind of what someone is going to say next or how they're going to say it oh yes yes May I have um, these street tacos, please? Anything else? Um, oh, wait. Is there any way to not get garlic in it? Or are they just is that sort well, of like magically baked into it?
2: Sauce is in the is in it, but I can have them not put the sauce
0: Oh, good. In it. That would be cool. That would be okay, cool. So,
2: no Parmesan garlic.
0: Yes, 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 yes.
2: Perfect. All right.
0: Is that okay? Cool. Oh, yeah. That's good. Thank you so much. So, it really helped with getting to know people. I was using that, those techniques when I mean my first days of school at Columbia College I was talking with teachers like I had known them forever talking with other people like I had known them forever and I got so deep into it that I could I could tell um, kind of What, what was gonna happen next. It, it was really interesting. Everyone became an experiment. Everybody became uh, my, my anthropological experiment. Everyone became a guinea pig, for the lack of a better explanation. There's no intimidation from anybody, no, uh, there's no worries or anxiety, that, that's, it was just purely, just really dialed in, a great skill to have, in fact, me saying this out loud, I, I think I'm pretty much telling myself that I need to start investigating it again, get involved with it again. I see about seven, eight, seven very uh, mischievous teenagers with their mothers. They look mischievous. Incredible. Incredible. That's my thought of the day. The next time you hear from me, will be outside of this place. Oh yeah, I can't remember if I told you why we stopped here. We stopped at this place, this sort of indoor mall area. Philly wanted to, uh, Philly Ocean wanted to do some, some working out at a LA Fitness over here. So, I'm hanging out. Hanging out for the next I would say hour. Dig that, thank you. So I'll be uh, doing some drawing. Of course, if I get inspired to tell you anything, I will, I will you, you will be the first to know. Until then, stay inspired. We are currently in the midst of doing sound check. It's 8, 12 p.m. We will be performing at 9 p.m. here at Stillwater Spirits and Sounds and Dana Point we're very excited every time we're here at, at Stillwater the folks who show up are just fantastic it always we, it fills to capacity and everybody is just in the vibe in the vibe right. there's a gal here who's wearing um, a Yachtley Crew hat that we had all autographed and so she's apparently wearing it and she's out She's out there um, yeah. now. I guess she first saw us at the Rose um, some time yeah, ago. Pasadena. and uh, well. so she's out there. Where was it? It's it's so cool when these folks
2: no, no,
0: no, no. come out, check us out.
2: Not here. Listen, listen.
0: So, more, more, more on that later. We're very excited to be here. Things are rocking. Things are rolling. And if you ever get a chance to come out to a Yachtly Cruise Show, I definitely suggest it. All the love songs you grew up with, the music you hear in all over the place—elevators, grocery stores, malls, etc., etc. So, we shall talk to you later.
3: Hello, good day, good afternoon, and good evening. This is your old pal, Carl Sagan. Yes? It's been old news at this point that I, in fact, did not die on the date that many believe I have. In fact... I was cryogenically frozen and sent in a space pod to the planet Mars, where I was unfrozen and conducted my life with my Mars brother-in and sister-in inside the premises of the center of Mars. Mars. We have been steadily growing a wonderful community, which includes a very large racetrack. Thank you, Mr. Tesla Maker, for sending us a brand new car to Mars, so we can drive it around on our racetrack called the Sagan Amphitheater where, in the middle of the track, we have various intergalactic bands, singers, and songwriters, poets, comedians, and comedians. All sorts of parallel-dimensional creatures, monsters, extraterrestrials and other sort of, shall I say, beings and, of course, not-beings. Being or not-being, that is the question. Have yourselves a very wonderful day, and remember, you too are a scientist of nature, space, the biosphere, and your very own subatomic particles, always remember, you are a very powerful being, you are stardust, you are space dust, you are the residue of the dreamer, and you, of course, are dreaming other dreams. Take care, goodbye for now, and remember just because you may not have a telescope or a microscope does not mean that you don't have your own tools, your own personalized tools to investigate the universe. Your hypotheses, your hyperboles, your stories and your imaginationies the important ingredientes of your being Tata for now past, present, and future scientists.
0: I won't do
3: it.
1: da 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 da
0: Revelation struck me. Uh, struck me. Uh, I'm currently reading. I've got a lot of great books here that I'll be. I'm going to be reading. One of them is Into the Magic Shop by James R. Doty. Uh, that. Okay, so there's there's a thing in there. It, what what's so great about this book is about manifestation of reality. Things like that. Now, one of the things about this is that as a little kid you know he's writing down the things that he wants to manifest in reality the things that he wants to one day have and it's like you know Porsche Rolex watch uh materialistic type of stuff and I realized okay so you know and and gives all the reasons behind why he wants those particular things they have certain they obviously they got certain associations um of success and whatnot in his mind uh certain, 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 they, they represent success, et cetera, et cetera, um, so, I was thinking about this, like, the idea of people feeling jealous of others, of wanting something that someone else has, um, the, 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 the billboards, and how certain things are presented, now, this is just an obvious thing that maybe people are already, you know, looking into, however, to me, to me, it was, like, a really neat revelation, is that it's it's not that thing that the person wants it's the happiness that that thing provides it's the joyfulness it's the ease of life the smoothness the uh 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 the the momentum the flow the joy the excitement the adventure all of the things that are represented in that poster, and that billboard, and that ad about that particular thing, that's, that's, so if it's a diamond on a woman's finger and the woman is wearing like this crazy, like freaking, let's say like, uh, oh God, what's her name? It's popping in my brain right now. The breakfast at Tiffany's lady, uh, you know, someone looking like that, they look at that and they go, oh, I need that. I need to wear that. I need to, some dude sees some, some Harley Davidson dude, you know, dressed up looking like a badass. Okay. Those are the clothes I need. Well, no, it's the attitude. It's the, the, the dude is a badass. It's not because the clothes he's wearing. It's because he's so comfortable in whatever that thing is that he is. He's so comfortable in it and just feels so free. Maybe the motorcycle represents freedom to someone, you know, and they see a Harley Davidson rider. Whoa, wow, that's cool. That's freedom out there. That's, the, that's the, uh, the openness of the land and everything. So when people see the jewelry, when they see a Rolex watch, when they see uh, a diamond on someone's finger, Um, it's really truly the value that that person is putting into whatever that specific thing is. That's the interesting thing. And I know I've used this story so many times, but it's such a great one and it needs to be retold, is that when I was a little kid, my brother and I got, uh, we got these toys, these remote control cars, and he really liked his. Mine was red and his was white, I think. And he, he, I could tell he was having so much fun, and I thought, for sure, he had a better one. So I asked him, hey, J- hey, Josh, do you want to trade? And he's like, oh, yeah, sure, I don't care. So then I had the the white one. And then he was just totally having so much fun with the red one, and I thought, wait, maybe the red one is better. So I asked him to trade it back, and I realized that after all these years, it was really truly the value that he was putting into and the appreciation that was going on right there. So when people, seems, uh, a lot of times, I think what that reaction is, they'll be like oh lucky you wow aren't you having a great time wow looks like someone is being very successful now you know and they talk to you in that t- kind of tone of voice when you give good news or something um, they're, what they're saying is my life is not going easy flowing right now uh, that's all there there is to it I just really want to be easy flowing easy going relaxed, at ease, watching their life manifest before them, because it's the value and the appreciation of, 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 of what's happening in that moment that's really the most valuable thing, because as we've seen, someone gets, let's say, a uh, uh, water jet, jet ski thing, water jet ski and they're riding it around the pond, riding it around the lake, they're having a grand old time after about a week, maybe they get tired of it. Their, their appreciation for it, their value for it is just, has dropped, maybe. Or they could just keep on rocking. Every day they wake up and they find value in this. And they're just going, woohoo, man, this is the best! And they just, they really, they really dive into that, really dive into that. That's, that's, you know, that's just the greatest gift of all, is the, is the times that we're actually spending with our own selves. Because <laughs> if we're not having a good time right now in this moment, well then, there's a slim chance anyone else is if they're standing next to us and we're going, wah, wah, wah. and that's sort of like, you know, seeping out, seeping out. If we're in a great mood. There goes that light.
1: Reverberation,
0: reverberation. And that turns on the other things within people's hearts. It turns it on within themselves. Now, that's the other thing, too, is that if for those, for those of us who latch on to that idea that, that the, the thing that's going on in that billboard, the thing that, that's, that we really just want to actually have or that we want to be a part of, it's just valuing a moment in time, valuing a, a, just really valuing that moment, allowing ourselves to get to that point where we can really value the moment. And what are, what are some of the easiest ways of doing that? At least the ways that I've found is daydreaming. My mom and dad would tell me that i go off into these zones quite often. i go off into these zones and, you know, and I was just, like, locked in. And wonder, what's going on? What's going on? So, everyone, everyone does that, I think. They daydream, which is always encouraged. If you see someone in a zone and they seem to be like really locked in and that they really like where they're where they're at please leave them alone please th- leave them alone a lot of times I remember growing up people would just wave their hands in front of me like hello why are you waking me up out of my dream I was totally happy there why are you waking me up out of it do you have something more exciting to show me <laughs> if then <laughs> if you do then please please enlighten me now please so I'd always go off into these zones, and just go off into these dreams. I think those are some of the cheapest thrills. As Uncle Arnie used to say, which has always been popularly said, wherever you go, there you are. So if, if you're the only person that you're actually, you're the only person who's required to hang out with you all day. Isn't it interesting? I'm the only person I, that I have to hang out with all day long who knows all the thoughts, all the stuff that that guy's thinking. Do, would, do, uh, do, would I prefer if he were entertaining me? Yeah. Would I prefer he he was uh, fun? He had fun ideas, fun thoughts, so I could sit in the back seat and listen to him or contribute to them and whatnot? Yeah. Yeah, that I do. I do. I would like that. I would like that, that a lot. I want, I want this person to believe in themselves. I want them to believe in their dreams, believe in their visions, believe in the imagination trusting the path I want him to dream bigger and trust in the magnetization of a vibe keeping that radio signal going keep the signal going keep the signal going it's the beacon it's the beacon brings the guides brings the invisible friends whoosh, to swoop in. So, what are some of the cheapest thrills? Going off into a zone. Daydreaming. Letting the imagination flow. Automatic writing. Doodling. 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 Doodling is the rawest form of art. Next time you're on a phone, draw. Draw. You will see your hand just goes. That's it right there. Doodling—that's a cheap thrill. Gives you so much insight. Obviously, synchronicities are the biggest, biggest, oof, most valuable. All you have to do is just experience it and really look at it and go, "Wow, I appreciate this. Why, 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 why am I views, viewing this as significant?" Well. Because I realized that five minutes ago I just thought of this particular thing and then now it's happening and I'm playing with the idea playing with the direct correlation that maybe I had something to do with it just playing with that idea it's just an imagination just like if we watch a movie and we imagine ourselves or like Doctor Who and you watch Doctor Who and you, you embody the character of Doctor Who and you walk around talking like Doctor Who Or your favorite friend. Let's say you watch Friends. Your favorite character. You start walking around, like Joe. Hey, cut it out. You know. You start like sort of embodying that spirit. It's no different than that. So, if it's the same as that, well, then the imagination of pretending with that idea of just going, hey, you know what? I'm just gonna play with this idea that this sort of avatar, this character, in this big in this big playground called Earth. This av- avatar uh, labeled as an earthling in this particular game. Um, I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to give them magic. I'm going to give them exciting things. Here's some synchronicity. And that's going to raise a question mark. The question mark is why is it significant? It's there whether we're viewing it as significant or not. It's there. So it's whatever value I attach on it. Some people love certain football teams. There's a certain value attached to that. They know all the stats. They know all that stuff. If someone on the outside were looking at them and they go, you're crazy for knowing all those stats, well, there's a chance that that person knows a whole bunch of stats and has spent a lot of exploration learning about a particular subject. So what makes it so much different if I were to, if one were to swim with that reality of just play, playfulness, I created this thing. That's a cheap thrill. Put someone in a good mood and then guess what? The byproduct of that is that that person looks at that and goes, oh my God, that's so fun, that's so great. And they now they're telling that story to someone else. And now that opens up um, uh, uh, a conversation for the possibility that this other person also had an interesting synchronicity that looped in with that. <laughs> Which is so great. What a wonderful thing to share. What then? Then yep finding out that your relatives actually went to school together or something way back when. And you realize, wow, the universe just placed me here. That to me, that is that is such a that is such a thrill. That is so thrilling to play with it in that idea, to play with it in that matter. It's far more thrilling than if I were just to go, oh what a quinky dink and Brush it off. I just love it. They're, it's so fun, and uh, whoa! I mean, this 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 uh, this crazy one happened yesterday at the Yachtly Cruise Show. David Bowie. It, lately, he's been calling me Cur- Curtis Maximus. He's like, "Hey, Curtis Maximus." He's like, "I'm just gonna start calling you Max." And I go, "Dude, that's so funny you said that. Of course you said that." I played a guy named Max Neptune in the sci fi and the retro sci fi Max Neptune and the Menacing Squid. I played Max Neptune. And he goes, Oh my God, that's so crazy. He's like, That is golden. You're the golden boy. And I go, Dude, you know what's so crazy? You just said that? Is that the very first play I was ever in was called The Golden Boy. It's called The Golden Boy. He goes, Oh my God, you're exploding my brain right now. So I got to tell you, what I think is attributing to this, what I know is attributing to this,
1: because
0: <sighs> way back when I was getting a whole just buttload of synchronicities, of Usu flowing through, which I'll explain Usu at some point. Usu is, you know, obviously it's tied in with synchronicity. Um, there was a time when I was really getting them, and I was writing them down, getting these great ideas, writing them down. So I've been re- reactivating these particular tools lately to do that. And one of them is called the Sacred Circuitry. Look for a video called, you could type in the keyword, Bashar, Sacred Circuitry. Watch that it's 15 minutes. Try to zone out on this thing. And just try to be there in the moment. I would say wear headphones, put it on the big screen. You know, biggest full screen. And if you got 15 minutes for three days in a row, Sacred Circuitry. Um, Also, the Bashar Transformative Shifting Cube. I've talked about this before. I've reactivated utilizing this when I'm on the bus. I mean, on the way to shows. Stuff like that. Uh, And it's that's amplifying my synchronicity so you're going to hear a buttload more synchronicities on this than ever before there's a wave coming through <laughs> it's a wave coming through and if i do my due diligence each time it happens i will be picking this up and recording it this is why i'm recording all the time this is why the podcast is going all the time is cuz obviously from a gift from my gifts from my future self number 2 the more i'm talking about the startling revelations what's going on in that moment it opens up more and more uh, possibilities for other ones come swooping in at any moment. And that way, if I could actually capture it in pixel digital format, this, this is a revolutionary moment in time. We can actually say, okay, bam, at this moment in time, this is when that happened. So, there you have it. Whatever it is, Ha, <laughs>